Welcome to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I'm Deb Coviello, and as the Drop-In CEO, I drop into businesses and assume the CEO role to enhance the human element and increase the results they achieve. This podcast is about bringing you conversations with expert guests who have achieved their greatest results built on a strong foundation of purpose, values, and elevating people. If you're a business leader, entrepreneur, or even just getting started in business, join us as we build the skills you need to achieve your goals. Hello, my name is Deb Coviello, and welcome to another episode of the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I am grateful you have joined us. Week after week, we have the privilege of bringing insights and inspiration to you from either myself or the amazing guests that I have the good fortune of bringing on the show. This week's topic, oh my, it comes from a personal place of frustration, but I have also seen it in people who are in the audience, especially aspiring C-suite leaders. But if you're a CEO or senior leader out there, maybe you have seen this challenge with the people that are in your care. So the topic, get ready, how to get buy-in for your proposals using advocates. Buy-in for your proposals. It is not that easy. If you show up at a meeting with your information, you pitch your information, it is not a sure thing. It's going to get through. So if this is you, stick around. Now, (laughs) I just want to thank the fans that are out there. I am grateful for the opportunity to network with some of you, speak to you, and bring some of these topics to our show. It is my pleasure and I am grateful to be able to provide you insights to hopefully get, again, your career on track. Or if you know somebody, perhaps you can invite them also to listen to the Drop-In CEO podcast, gain these insights, but also I'm very, very accessible. Reach out to me on my website, dropinceo.com. You can direct message me there. I will answer them personally. Connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm very active there. I love connecting with people. I would love to hear from you. So let's come back to the topic because I sincerely think this is a challenge for you. And I call this week's challenge or opportunity the SME conundrum, the SME, the subject matter expert, the SME conundrum. What is it? (laughs) Well, I just made that one up, but honestly, it is real challenge. You are invited to the table because of your expertise and confidence in your field. When you are asked to show up and provide your information, you wear the badge of honor, the badge of confidence, because you know your stuff and you know how to deliver that information. You have been celebrated for being that SME, the person that knows the information that people need. Now, here's the problem. When you need to propose something, and normally you propose it in the terms of what's the risk? Here's my data. Urgent, urgent. Here's what you need to do. Or here's the data. Here's the opportunity. We need to do this to move the organization forward. And you are so excited. You deliver this information with energy and confidence. And then crickets, nothing. Or deflection or deferral. And you wonder what just happened to that pitch, that proposal. It is so frustrating. And you know why? 
It's because we've never given you a framework for which to present your message, not information. And in that previous example, you were disseminating information. You're the SME, you're the subject matter expert. And then what happens as the SME, we celebrate you. But what happens is when you're met with crickets, deflection, or deferral, what you're celebrated soon fades because you can't get something over the finish line and sink your confidence. And then you go silent. I'm so frustrated for you if you go silent because you've lost your confidence, because you've not been able to get this amazing proposal for which you're the subject matter expert over the finish line. And then you say, "Uh, what just happened there? And it's a sad place to be. And I know what that's like. I've been there. I, of course, am going to share a story with you to let you know I understand that conundrum, the SME conundrum. You're celebrated, but you can't get things through. So that is the topic, how to get buy-in for proposals using advocates. So let me share a story with you. So as the head of quality, corporate cascaded a new initiative that I needed to drive into the plants. It was around the culture of quality. Quality just wasn't a compliance thing. It is part of the culture. It is cool to do things around quality. But (laughs) the reality was the plant managers for which I had to communicate this through would just see this as another initiative on top of everything else that is rolled downhill from corporate to them. And then they roll their eyes or run for the hills. Do you know such a person? Is this you? (laughs) Where you had to drive something through channels to get a particular result. But the reality is, and with all good intention, and nobody means ill will if they ignore you or don't cooperate, it's not that they're an uncooperative person, but think about these stakeholders and how many initiatives are actually coming at them from top sideways, below, oh my, you have to pick your battles. Or do you need to find a different way to get buy-in for your proposals? So here's my story. I had an idea to share, but it was not in the corporate format. Again, corporate says, here's what you have to roll down the hill. But you know what? It just wasn't palatable. It wasn't in a way that I thought would resonate with the plant managers. And I said, you know, I can't roll out this entire thing. It's going to crush them and I would get nothing done. But what if I could help them pick and choose which of the initiatives were most applicable to their unique circumstances? And then let's see if I can package it into some visual, something that touches their pain point versus the PowerPoint that goes on forever and ever and ever. And then their eyes glaze over. That is not what we do as professionals. We need to message and connect with people on a human level, their pain points or their opportunity. So I knew I need to do something different. And so what I did was I repackaged this initiative and I met with one particular plant manager. I didn't know if it was going to fly or it was going to be met with adversity. But here's what happened. I presented the information and they said, oh, I love the way you package it. So good. First thing, I understood my recipient of the information. They like to see pictures versus pages and pages of PowerPoints. And then 
We said, which one of these initiatives might be best for your plant? And we came to a conclusion about, yes, this one and this one would definitely help me. And then they gave me feedback on, you know, if you tweak this or change that, that would really allow me to buy into this. And you know, it might allow others to buy into it as well. So great. I had all the information I needed from potentially an advocate and we fixed the content and I presented it again to them and they thumbs up said, spot on, this is exactly what I can support. And so I went to then the leadership meeting and says, here's the opportunity ahead of us. Here's how it could help you. Here's how it might be able to save money, make things a little bit better, faster, cheaper. And I pitched my proposal and I looked at the person who, which they helped me enrich it. And guess what happened? They jumped in, they added comment, they clarified why it made sense to them. And the other people started jumping into the conversation, questioning it, asking some questions for clarification. But what happened was the message was delivered with the support of an advocate that spawned conversation to at least move the conversation forward. Even if the room had naysayers in there, I had a conversation in the moment versus crickets versus deflection versus being deferred. And so I was able to move the initiative forward because nobody wants to go first when you pitch something. But if you have an advocate ahead of time that says that's spot on, I love the idea, and then speaks up for you in those forums, then everybody knows they're not going first. Somebody else took the risk to say something about it, and then they start jumping and piling on. So it works. Maybe not in every culture, but here's a way that it can work. So let me give you a framework. And as always, if you are driving, be safe, listen. If you have a device, get your device, take a couple notes. And please, if you have a good old-fashioned pen and paper, here's the framework. Get ready. First of all, be the SME. Number one, be the SME. Craft your proposal in terms of, and I told this to you once before in a previous podcast, Here's the data. Is it good or bad? (laughs) Here's the risk or opportunity for the business. What's the impact, the benefits, and the magnitude? How much is this going to cost? How much is this going to make things better or worse? What's in it for me with them? Make sure you communicate or message what's in it for them. And by the way, always use the language of business. Try to incorporate some money, some dollars and cents, some numbers in your proposal, whatever the language is of the people that may have those eyes glazed over. You've picked a few words that resonate with them. And number two, after you get your information right, again, critical, you're the SME, get the information right. Then meet with an advocate. This is number two, meet with an advocate or a naysayer because maybe your biggest critics will give you the best feedback, but get honest feedback from them what they think. Number three, enrich with their suggestions because then they become part of the solution. So you're not going in alone. Then review it with them. Number four, review it with them again to confirm that buy-in. Number five, distribute in advance as a pre-read to everybody else so they're not caught off guard. Maybe, maybe they'll glance at it for 10 seconds, but at least you've thought of them as stakeholders and maybe somebody will read it in advance and actually have some clarifying questions. Then present 
do what you are known for, present it, what's in it for them. And as you're doing this, look at your stakeholder that gave you support and enrich this. They're your advocates. Have eye contact. Acknowledge them, maybe. Ask them a question. Maybe put them on the spot just a little bit, but make sure they jump into the conversation and enrich what you say. Next, facilitate the conversation. Make sure you retain control of it, getting everybody's input on this. They're going to see you as a leader. Then get the next actions. Even if it's a pro or a con, take those actions down because they like to be acknowledged. Acknowledge for the good and the bad so that you can at least respect them and move the conversation forward. So what was the impact? What was the impact of my story? The initiative was actually quite easy. It was very easy to take on the road and customize for each plant and tie in their specific pain point to the initiatives that we were going to implement. And each time I showed up, we partnered on their unique needs and moved them one step forward. Not all of them, not all of the initiatives, they can't handle it. But based on their capacity and capability, we progressed every time we connected. And if they needed help, I would provide them that additional capacity or capability that they needed. And they love seeing that partnership. But this is the power of moving forward your proposals and using the magic of the advocate. The advocate can be your best friend. And out of the process, you build on a relationship because you might have to pull on that relationship at some point in the future because you never know. They may have your back. You respected them. You helped them. And when you need help, they're there for you. So this satisfies many different areas of leadership, relationship building, and moving your career forward. So I turn to you, pause, think about a situation where you had to communicate something, share information, but maybe you didn't message it the right way and you didn't feel good and you didn't get the desired result. I've now shared a framework for you to practice, think about it, And could you do something a little bit differently in the future? So what's next? What's next? (laughs) We've occupied about 10, 15 minutes of your time listening to this amazing podcast. I do hope you enjoyed it. But I turn to you and say, can you do this yourself? I do hope so. I do try to give you actionable tips for you to be able to move things forward yourself. But do you need a few more tips? Can my thoughts, my experience, maybe somebody in my network help you on the next steps to take control of your career? And what if you try this out? And I can't wait to hear if you have tried this out. What was the impact? I'm always looking for feedback on if these tips actually help you in your career. Maybe a testimonial could help out if this really had a significant difference. But all the while, I still want to connect with you because I really care about providing you the best of my experience. And it's as easy as direct messaging me on my website, dropinceo.com, or maybe let's just book a call, 15 minutes, just a couple things, have a conversation with you. I would just love to get to know you and see if I can help you with these tips, advance your career. But also I play a lot on LinkedIn. I know there's many different platforms, but I found a home on LinkedIn. There's a lot of amazing people there to have engaging conversations. It's as easy as direct messaging me on LinkedIn, ask your question, do you need a few more tips? But I am offering a compliment 
complimentary 15 or 30 minute consultation. So we can just get to know each other. Again, it's about building those relationships, getting to know each other. And perhaps I can be of service to you in a few minutes of just a little bit of back and forth and help your career get back on track. But if this was helpful, And I'd like to also extend this over the C-Suite Academy. The drop-in C-Suite Academy is now open for enrollment. I provide you about 12 weeks of actionable tips, taking you through the journey from mindset all the way to navigating difficult conversations. If this is you, if you need a little bit more and have the time and opportunity and desire to do that personal development and take control of your career, the C-Suite Academy is open for enrollment now. and. Certainly, the last thing I'd want to share with you, I love talking to people. If you didn't know, I love connecting with groups. So if you are part of an organization that needs some programming, somebody to come in and share some of these tips and ideas to enrich your community, I would love the opportunity to connect with you and speak because when we lift others, we lift ourselves in the process. So I have come to the end of another episode of the Drop-In CEO Podcast. Thank you so much again for joining me. And if this is your first time, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. And for those of you who have been part of the journey and the community, I am sincerely grateful that you have been here throughout. I'd love feedback. If there is more questions that you need answered, if there are different kinds of guests that you would like to see on the show, I am an open book please, please share your suggestions with me. This is your show, not just mine. It is your show, the Drop-In CEO Podcast. Thank you for being part of this community. And I do wish you continued success and be well. Thank you for listening to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. My new book, CEO's Compass, will change the way you think about leadership, navigate rapid transformation, and elevate the leaders of tomorrow. If you're feeling off track, the CEO's Compass Assessment will guide you to peace of mind in days, not months. You can learn more about the CEO's Compass by visiting my website at dropinceo.com. Now go out and lead, inspire, and achieve your goals.